Welcome to the Gratitude Cafe, positive radio to feed your soul. Your dynamic host and founder, Sue Lundquist, will bring you her own intuitive talents and gifts for co-creating, healing, and teaching. Her show, The Gratitude Cafe, Positive Radio to Feed Your Soul, is focused on bringing you to a higher place each week where you can leave the hustle of life at the door. So pull up a chair and join us for The Gratitude Cafe, Positive Radio to Feed Your Soul. Yay! Yes, you did, brothers and sisters. Benny, good morning. Good morning, Sue. How are you? Doing very well. Hope you had a great fourth and some time off. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I've been just running and running. I forgot so it was the know. fourth. I mean, it was okay, <laughs> but my my two-year-old Levi does not do well with the fireworks. Yeah, so. I think you and a lot of other animals in that. Uh, oh, yeah. man. Same room. Oh, it was heartbreaking. Aww. I had to sedate him. And Aww. I, you know, we literally questered ourselves yeah. with loud fans in the bedroom, TV loud, yep. windows shut. Yep. Oh my gosh. It was just, he was shaking. It was just awful. I was just heart wrenching. So my heart goes out to all those furry mommies and daddies and horse, you know, and I'm in horse country too. We have horses all around us. It's, it's crazy, but I, I'm hopeful that you had a wonderful fourth, you and the boys. Yeah, we uh, headed over to Lake Boren, saw a little bit of a small show, wasn't too crazy, less crowds, that's kind of what we were working for, and uh, yeah, went home and... Wait um, a minute, Lake Boren, where's that? It's over here in uh, South, like uh, Newcastle area. Oh, cool. In Bellevue, South Bellevue. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Well, thank you. Happy fourth to you and the family. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood mm-hmm. today, isn't it, Benny? Sure it's is. gorgeous Pacific Northwest green. We can walk out and breathe. We have blue skies. Oh, it's gorgeous. I love it. All right. We are heading into a fabulous July, and um, I'm going to do a little bit of housekeeping today. We, you know, I, I love this. I love this conversation about forgiveness. It is a powerful conversation. It's one that needs to be had. And, um, of course, I've got a wonderful uh, guest host with me, Jess Bubako. Hello, Miss Jess. Hello. How are you? I am good, darling. Thank you. So we're going to bring you. I'm going to let everybody know who you are. You're going to let everybody know who you are in just a second. But um, before we get started, I want to do a little bit of housekeeping, remind you, of course, uh, of myself and what I'm up to. And you guys know me as the bridge coach, and that's where, honestly, spirituality meets practicality. If you're looking for a coach with non-traditional methods, somebody who's got a spiritual aspect, somebody who's going to hold you accountable, somebody who's going to give you real-life practical tools, and you are ready to put those in place and engage in your life, then I would love to talk to you and work with you one-on-one. I'm now opening my calendar for some new clients, some one-on-one clients. That will start with a phone conversation. This is not a sales call, and I'm adamant about that. This is truly let's get to know each other. And if I'm not the right coach for you, then I've got other people in my Rolodex that I can recommend. That's It's genuinely a conversation to see if we're the right fit because there's coaches all over the place, guys, and it's all about, making sure that you feel safe and secure so you can open up and truly be that beautiful, shiny person that you want to be. If you want to do my template for transformation, my online course, it's the craziness to clarity course. You can do that. You just go to sulanquist.com. 
the letter C or forward slash C, the number two in the letter C. That is and has, you can do it from your home. It is unlimited lifetime access. There's over $2,000 extra worth of videos and extra stuff that we put in there just to make sure that you really get the nuts and bolts on how to sustain and to help you with that shedding. I call it the shedding, the shedding of old beliefs, the shedding of fears, the shedding of relationships and old experiences that we all have attachments to, you know, from the old habits and, you know, we need self-regulating tools. So that is what I've created in, there's about 18 uh, videos in there. There's uh, two, well, they're all really good, but there's also um, extra footage in there where I am with another individual and we're talking about how to create the essence of you. That is the foundational piece in my curriculum and what I teach. Cause, and, and Jess will attest to this as well. You, if you don't know who you are and how you're showing up in the world and can start to reclaim and rebuild that self-love, it's going to be hard to attract that ideal partner. It's going to be hard to find that ideal job. So that is the foundation piece. So you'll get all of that in the craziness to clarity template for transformation. So all you got to do is go to sulanquist.com forward slash the letter C, the number two, the letter C, and get started. It is going to be super empowering, and that's where we want you. Um, I think that's it. I, I Oh, I'm going to Dr. Joe. You guys hear that I am a team leader. I've been invited again to be a team leader. Uh, this time, it's actually not in, not in Chile or Spain or an international flight. I'm actually going to be in Portland next week, and we have started off with a bang. I am so excited for Team Silver. That is my team this this uh, this session with Dr. Joe Dispenza, and I am super excited to welcome them in and. Um, transform lives with Dr. Joe Dispenza. If this is the first time you're hearing about Dr. Joe Dispenza, I highly recommend you go to his website, www.drjoedispenza.com. And there's tons of YouTube videos. I've interviewed him countless times on my radio show. There's tons of free resources out there. And really tap into it. See what feels right to you. And I highly recommend you going to one of his events. Miss Jess, we're jumping in. How are you? I'm so good. I wanted to give you a little, like, prop over here because I've worked with Sue both on a level of taking her craziness clarity challenge slash calling you sometimes when I have my own craziness and looking for some clarity and guidance. And you have added so much value to, like, just my resource bank, my life in general, and just being real to you and, and your energy and how you're able to help me to see things from different perspectives. So anybody out there who's going, yeah, you know what, I, I'm really feeling kind of lost or disconnected and don't feel like I, I know my value system or just things like that, like totally highly recommend doing the Craziness Clarity Challenge. So, Oh, thank you, sweetheart. No, bring it, sister. We got to share the love. <laughs> yeah, you know, and it's all about transition. We're all in that transformation or transition period in, in some form. And we need self-regulating tools. If you had somebody who's, you know, attacking you verbally, you need to be able to help manage that or boundaries. Oh, my God. Or forgiveness. Oh, the mm. big one and the topic today forgiveness okay so before we get started love people got to know who you are i mean we do share the same birthday we are the soul sisters of course but 
Oh, we're Let them know who you are, my love. So my name is Jess Babico, and I am an intuitive medium and teacher, and so I help people who are ready to open up to their spiritual gifts um, really step into their power, step into connection with their truth, and step into connection with their intuition um, so that they can really begin to receive those messages and receive that guidance um, and make life feel a little bit more effortless, a little bit more, um, yeah, just effortless and with ease. So I have my intuitive academy that is going to be coming up in the next couple of weeks. August 15th is our start date, and I haven't actually announced it yet, but we'll be announcing it this week. So this is the first sneak peek of me putting it out there. So if you are interested, you can head over to my website, www.jessbubbico.com, um, and check out for um, for updates coming up in the next week. And what's it called, love? Intuitive Academy. Ah. Oh. Very cool. And props to you, my love. You and I both bounce off each other quite often and find, and I, and I find quite a bit of value in our conversations and your intuitive mediumship gifts. And I love your little pearls that you'll send me a little text and say, Hey, dad's coming through. He, here's your message. And I love (laughs) that. And you're spot on too. So, and I love the fact that you teach people how to hone in on their intuition, but also even more to trust it and how to trust it. So that's super, super important. And to be able to discern what that looks like from, you know, our regular 3D life and um, feeling into it. So right on for you, my love. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. And yeah, I, I mean, we all have, we're all intuitive. We all have an intuition. It sounds different for different people. You know, it sounds some of us, we just have that inner knowingness. It's like a heck yes that's in our body in the moment. Some of us are more of emotional processors and emotional empaths, and we need to be able to navigate through what it feels like for each of us to be able to come into connection with our own big T truth um, and be able to navigate what that intuition sounds like for us. So thank you. I appreciate that. Yes. Bam. Did you guys hear that intuition 101? All right, guys, we are jumping in today's show, and that's a whole nother show. We could totally do that, and we'll, we've got that on the mm-hmm. calendar coming up for maybe 2019 and 2020, so you guys stay tuned for that. And, oh, we'll tell everybody about your um, podcast, too. Oh, yeah, I have a podcast. It's yeah. called Manifest Your Best Life. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. I get so, like, in like excited about the conversation that I forget about any and all things that I do. I'm like, yeah, let's talk about forgiveness. Come on. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah so I have a <laughs> I have a podcast called Manifest Your Best Life. You can find it on iTunes um, as well as Spotify, Anchor. And this this month and this well, this season is really focused on healing and doing the inner work. So um, I will have Sue on my podcast too. She's been all over in beautiful places, running around the country and the world. So um, we'll definitely we'll be on there. You'll hear, hear another one. Yay, we get to play some more. Yeah. Play in the sandbox of the transformation. All right, we're going to jump in. I'm going to jump in. We're going to talk forgiveness. You know, I reached out to Jess and I said, Jess, you know what? I want want a co-host. I want somebody that we can just, as brothers and sisters, to just have a candid, honest, transformational conversation about forgiveness. Forgiveness is a very sensitive, however much needed um, action that needs to take place. And I'm going to start with a quote 
I've got a couple quotes I'm going to sprinkle in, and a few of these really made the hair stand up on my legs. So I'm going to start with a quote, and then I'm going to do some um, standard definitions, because I think that's important. And we're going to talk about what forgiveness is and definitions of, of other people and institutions or psychologists and even the dictionary, and then why to forgive, and then what forgiveness is not. We're going to also sprinkle in our conversation, our experiences, and um, then we'll go from there. I'll, we'll talk to you guys about some tools and some other things to help you get over uh, and to help walk through forgiveness. So the quote I'm going to start with today is, and any apology without change is just manipulation or is just lip service. Any apology without change is just manipulation or is just lip service. Wow. I know. <laughs> That's a big it. one. It is. So if you've got somebody constantly apologizing, and when I was doing the research for forgiveness, boy, I went into this whole rabbit hole, of course, about the apology and not changing and the manipulation and the codependency and all this, this whole rabbit hole. And, and Jess, you and I can have a whole nother conversation about that. But today's mm. topic more specifically is forgiveness. And let's talk about the definition from Midwest Institute about forgiveness and they define forgiveness check this out i was like what forgiveness is releasing an expectation that is causing you to suffer wow. i'll repeat that i know this is from midwest institute on on forgiveness forgiveness is releasing an expectation that is causing you to suffer so the question for me is, what was my expectation? What was my unmet expectation? Now, an expectation is something that I hold that nobody else really understands or I've communicated. And that can go into a whole rabbit hole of effective communication and boundaries, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't that juicy? And, and then there's the dictionary that says, Quite honestly, it's the action or process of forgiving or being forgiven. So I was like, well, that doesn't tell me much. Right? Thank you. You're saying the same dang thing, right? But this was another powerful one with um, psychologists. of water. Yeah, is water. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Midwest Institute, I thought that that was super good. Forgiveness is releasing an expectation that is causing you to suffer. Psychologists generally define forgiveness as a conscious, deliberate decision to release feelings of resentments. Mm. So the resentments are based on unmet expectations. Yeah. So Michael, right? So my number one question would be to myself, this is a superpower tip tool, guys. If you're standing in awareness, and, and Jess, you know this with my craziness clarity, everything starts with the awareness. Because if you're in denial and you're not ready to hear it or, you know, heads in the sand, I'm not judging you for that, guys. I've been there, too. It's, you're just not in awareness. You're just not going to look at it. Denial is and denial's a slippery little booger, too. I would ask the question and look at my own truth, get to the bottom line of it and say, all right, what was my expectation? What was my expectation in this scenario? 
Where are you at with this, love? I love it. I love it. Something <laughs> that's coming up for me. I'm like sitting here with my eyes closed on my little like meditation pillow, just drawing this in because as you're saying this, what's coming to my mind is the quote I've heard time and time again that happiness is an inside job. And mm. it's interesting to me because in all of the definitions, like my, I mean, even with the Merriam-Webster one, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. It's really talking about an inside pro, um, forgiveness being an inside process as opposed and an inside process of almost releasing emotion as opposed to it being sort of a power play or a power struggle of like, I'm going to decide when I'm going to give you and like release you from this. It's almost like self-liberation or self-responsibility of I'm choosing to actually release myself from maybe, um, like you said, an expectation that I unknowingly perhaps set of someone else. And it almost takes the idea of personal responsibility to another level. That resonates. Oh, totally. And you know, when I started thinking, oh, finish your thought. I'm sorry. I didn't want to interrupt you, honey. No, that was, that was a. Okay. So when I started researching and diving into this and I was looking at the Midwest Institute's um, definition for forgiveness, that forgiveness is releasing an expectation that is causing you to suffer and then tying that in with what psychologists generally use at the dictionary was absolutely no help. But I was looking at that and I went, well, wait a minute. Okay. One, my question is, so what is my expectation in this scenario? And then I said, whoa, in forgiving self, what is that old expectation that is turned into a limiting belief? Mm. Shiitake mushroom, right? Yeah. <laughs> because, because we can't swear on the radio. So, uh, but I was looking at that. And guys, if we're talking about unmet expectations that we held in ourselves... So there's limiting beliefs like, oh, well, I can't trust myself. I can't be trusted with my choices. I'm too stupid. I'm too shy. I'm too loud because there was some unmet expectation, whether it was a parent, a coach, somebody put that on you. Do you see that tie-in? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yes. I was like, doggone it. Well, and it's making me think also of, like, the limiting belief and then the fact that, like, where is that a projection perhaps onto someone else or onto something else outside of self? I mean, I think at times, okay, so it's an unmet expectation of maybe um, I had a situation that actually happened last night that this is kind of calling to mind for me that um, my friend is is recreating my website and um, I didn't like something on the website and I sort of said it a little bluntly. I can be a little blunt at times and um, he got upset with me. And so, you know, as you talked about the apology and I'm sorry, like saying, and I'm sorry, I said, I'm sorry sort of in the moment to, to sort of ease the tension and ease what was going on. But there was an, I think there were expectations going on on both ends, both ends, which sort of required the both of us to give forgiveness in the moment to ourselves, you know, to ourselves in that moment of, I said something that made this person feel upset or uncomfortable. 
But at the same time, he maybe had an expectation that I was going to be like, I love this. This looks, this looks great. Thank you so much. And I had the expectation that he was going to use a picture that perhaps I thought highlighted me a little bit better. And so it's really cool in thinking about this idea of, you know, there's some limiting beliefs, I think, or beliefs about self. I don't look good enough in that picture. Maybe a, a limiting belief about him and the way he does work. Um, maybe he, she doesn't think it's good enough or whatever it may be. So it's really cool to think about as I'm thinking about this process of forgiveness, it's really this like multi-layer, multifaceted process of, of uncovering and <laughs> forgiveness really can be healing. Oh, it's so healing. And there's so, you know, there's so much possibility in that other side of fear. And there's, there's a lot of fear in forgiveness because that means you have to be vulnerable. That means <laughs> there is an acceptance of, oh yeah. Yeah, I, I messed that one up. I am so sorry. But again, going back to that original quote, if you are going to apologize, then you need to set in motion on how you're going to change said circumstance, said um, experience, right? If you're, if you're just going to apologize to appease the other person, that's a manipulation. That's lip service, quite honestly. And if you're too, uh, I mean, if you apologize with good intention, but you honestly don't know where to get started on how to change, do some research, find out, mm. go to the, yeah, really, truly do that. Cause, and you know what, I wish, you know, we had a, a man on here and maybe Benny can talk to this. I don't, I don't know if I put him on the spot here, but that conversation about vulnerability too, for, and, and yeah. I guess for women and men, I'm not trying to, you know, but, yeah, I don't know what the word is that I'm looking for, but men or women and being vulnerable in that situation, I think is, is super powerful. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm an, vulnerability, I feel like we have, vulnerability is, an, is a really interesting topic we could probably talk about on another radio show in and of itself, but oh, yeah. in that, in that moment when someone is upset. Let's say it's the situation of someone's upset with me in a conversation or an argument or whatever it may be, and I'm having to either apologize or find forgiveness in that moment. You know, I, I've found a lot of the times with with myself, with others, you know, and speaking to vulnerability, it's easier to put up at times. Um, initial reaction can be easier to pull put up a shield and sort of block myself out, create a barrier of this person's mad, so I'm going to put my wall up, maybe match their anger or match whatever it is that's showing up because then it won't penetrate me. I maybe don't have to look at what expectation I had or whatever it might be, or I, might, I don't have to look at myself and I can also protect myself from being vulnerable. Have you ever had that mm. kind of experience too? Oh, are you kidding? I'm raising three teenagers. Are you kidding me? I, I have a petri dish of that environment and have had it for years. Oh yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, and yes. <laughs> and talk yeah, about forgiveness. It's... Forgiveness of oh, I raised my voice. Forgiveness of oh, I probably shouldn't have said that. Oh, forgiveness of uh, there's so much forgiveness in parenting. There really is forgiveness of self, forgiveness of the kids. You know, because they're learning; they don't know any better. They just yeah. they don't. And you can't have an expectation. Or, uh, let me let me re disclaimer here, people. 
uh, it is, it is, what do I want to say? When you have expectations for your children, that is a slippery slope. I, I, and I think I'm going to go back to what you said earlier. I don't, I think you said that about communication and it's so important that you release all expectations and assumptions. I mean, you know, you make an a blah, blah, blah out of you and a, a blah, blah, blah out of me if you have those assumptions, right? But go back, go back to expectations when you're raising children. It, it's just not fair. You have to have honest, effective, transparent communication. Otherwise, they don't understand the boundaries. They don't understand any of that, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I loved, um, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I don't, I know we keep, you know, there's a big rabbit hole here that we can keep going down to, but the topic is forgiveness, but it's important that we kind of dabble on a couple of these things. Um, but I just want to remind you guys that we are, we're talking about forgiveness and, and I did at the top of the hour talked about the dictionary's definition that was completely not helpful. But I want to go back to that forgiveness is releasing an expectation that is causing you to suffer. That is from Midwest Institute for Forgiveness. And psychologists generally define forgiveness as a conscious, deliberate decision to release feeling of resentments. And why is it important to forgive? Quite honestly, and Jess alluded to this earlier, so you can live a healthy and at peace life hurt less, love more, heck yeah, sleep better. And you know what? You do it for you. And and Jess, you alluded to this earlier as well. You do do it for you. And yes, it is an inside job. And forgiveness is a choice. And it's not about a manipulation. It's not about holding so tight on that because somebody else has done something wrong to you. Or that argument or, you know, that unmet expectation was, was, wasn't met. So you're going to hold on to that and you're not going to forgive them. So it's important yeah. that we look at all this and have the awareness so we can just start shining the light on that. Where is that showing up in our lives? You want to have, well, I, I don't know, Jess, I think I do. I think I can speak for the both of us. I want to live a healthy, peaceful, in ease life where I hurt less. I can love more, sleep better. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I'm loving this conversation. I'm loving what you're bringing up. I have a question that I want to ask you um, as well. And I agree. I mean, I want to, I want to, who doesn't want to sleep better? Who doesn't want to feel more peace and more acceptance, more connection to self on a moment to moment basis. And it's making me sort of have this thought in my mind that, Forgiveness is almost like a mindfulness practice because I'm thinking to myself moment to moment the number of expectations I might have in any given moment. Even if I go to a coffee shop and the barista isn't fast enough or the person in front of me is fumbling through their wallet and I need to get to a meeting and I'm running late, whatever it may be, um, that forgiveness sort of becomes this mindfulness practice of, oh my gosh, I was just being feeling a lot of impatience towards the situation that's at play and can I forgive myself for feeling that sense of perhaps judgment or expectation or whatever I may want to may I may want to call it um but my question for you Sue and this isn't a fully formed I don't know if this is gonna be a fully formed question but this is around forgiveness without judgment of self um have you it, how do you 
sort of come into a place if you've had a heated argument or heated discussion with somebody where you're you give yourself space to find forgiveness without judging yourself for how you showed up. Mm. Oh, that's juicy, my sister. That is so, <laughs> so good. And you know what? With that, with that juicy question, judgment of self, we are going to take a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we are going to talk more about forgiveness. And Jess is right. It is an awareness practice. You have to be in that state of awareness to see where you are having expectations. And then we will talk about that judgment of self and going into forgiveness when we come back. Sue Lundquist here with the Gratitude Cafe and my guest host, Miss Jess Bubba Cube. We will be right back. Where it began I can't begin to knowing, but then I know it's growing strong. The preceding audio was via a Skype call. Hi, this is Dr. Joe Dispenza. I wanted to take a moment and let you know about a nonprofit organization called Give to Give. The Give to Give Foundation was created by a group of people who have studied my work or have participated in my workshops around the world. And by applying the principles of mind over matter and the mind-body connection, they've created outstanding changes in their lives or in their health, and they wanted to give back. The organization is dedicated to providing the proper resources to those people in need to gain the opportunity to learn exactly how to change their body or their lives. If you want to learn more about the Give to Give Foundation, or you know someone that needs help, or you simply want to make a donation, visit GiveToGive.com. Those who give don't always know how to love. Those who love always know how to give. Thank you. Roxanne Watson is on a mission. Hello, how are you doing today? She wants more people to register as organ, eye, and tissue donors. Are you an organ donor? Yes, I am. Yay! My goal is to sign up the most people in the United States. <laughs> what drives her? Roxanne's own life was saved through the gift of a heart transplant, made possible by an organ donor. I decided that day that I was going to devote myself to the cause of organ donation and signing people up and honoring my donor by doing that. Now she's back to health, and she's a powerful force, helping to save lives every day through her work. Imagine what you can make possible by leaving behind the gift of life. Eight people can be helped with the major organs, and up to 50 people can be helped with a little bit of everything. And when you think about it that way, that you could help that many people, it's amazing, it really is. Learn more and sign up as an organ, eye, and tissue donor. Go to organdonor.gov. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Health Resources and Services Administration. Don't let that herd mentality lead you off a cliff. We support thinking for yourself on Alternative Talk 1150. Reaching out, touching me, touching you, sweet Caroline. Ba, ba, ba. <laughs> so good, so good, so, so good. good. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> I am laughing because put Bubbaco into so many places. Like when you said, but, 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 
Oh. Oh, wow. wow. Right? That is so true. Boy, that just sweet. Like, every <laughs> deal on every that. game I oh, see. Oh, I know. Ben wow. is loving that. Wow. That is awesome. <laughs> so we have got some people, some listeners that have some questions. So if you guys want to call in, you're welcome to do that. Benny will absolutely answer the, the call and put you in the queue. So if you have questions about this, we're absolutely open to, to answering your questions. You can call in at one 298 5569-1-888-298-5569. We can have that conversation. It is about forgiveness. And if you have a question around that, absolutely. And I know that Jess is getting some questions on her end. um, And we will do our best to answer that. So Jess, before, well, everybody, hi, welcome back. Sue here. And and Jess, my uh, co-host for the day. And we're talking about the topic of forgiveness. And at the top of the hour, we gave you definitions and Midwest Institute gave us the definition of forgiveness is releasing an expectation that is causing you to suffer. And then psychologists generally define forgiveness as a conscious, deliberate decision to release feelings of resentments. And there was a reason that I started off with what it is. And of course we could totally go and Jess and I were talking about this at the break. We totally go down a rabbit hole about, um, expectations. And so we're, we're both cueing each other to keep going back to forgiveness, but it's really important that we, we shine a light on what forgiveness is. And if it is an expectation, then forgiving yourself. And with that, we talked about why it's important to forgive. And it's important because we want a healthy life. We want to live in peace and grace and ease, and we want to hurt less. Of course, we want to love more and sleep better. So if you don't have those resentments and unmet expectations that you've released an unmet expectation you forgived yourself you can sleep better you will your body your biology your cells will be dancing in beautiful love instead of uh resentments and angst so before we went on a break jess had a very powerful question can you repeat that so the audience knows love absolutely so how do you how how have you in your life found um, or given forgiveness without judgment of yourself for how you showed up in a situation? So brilliant question. First and foremost, I would back up. And if in that situation, I showed up in a manner that I really did, didn't quite, you know, and, and you guys have heard me talk about this. I even got a tattoo And it's about the above the line mentality. It's about above the line um, languaging, showing up. So what does it mean to be above the line? It means that you are going to stay in a state of open heart and love and compassion. Below the line is you're going to come to this scenario in from fear, resentment, unmet expectations. And I I would suggest if you have gone into that situation and you were below the line, that's okay. That in that moment, and you hear me talk about this when I'm teaching in the Craziness to Clarity Challenge, because it's all about you going into that heightened awareness and going, oh, okay, that tasted like resentment. Oh, it looks like I need to do some forgiveness in there and have the CCs in life. You heard me talk and teach about that. Have compassionate curiosity for yourself and whoever you are involved with in that scenario or that experience. And now if we're talking specifically about how you are, me, the individual is showing up, you look at that and go, okay, 
where can I change and stay above the line and have that conversation above the line with myself, above the line in love, in compassion? Now, I'm going to throw in a little sprinkle of disclaimer here. If you're standing and if you've, if you've gone into yourself and you've had that conversation with yourself and you've rehearsed, because that's another important part of it, how you w- would like to show up in an above-the-line um, mentality, and then you're standing in front of this person, you have another opportunity to show up as an above-the-line versus judgments below the line. And that other person is not receptive and is in resentment in attack mode. You staying above the line in compassion will one and two or three things. It'll diffuse the moment because if you can, if you can hold yourself above the line in compassion and be very curious, it takes that sting of angst out of it. It takes that expectation out of it. It takes that judgment out of it. And the energy kind of subsides. So again, back to your question, how do you take the judgment of self out of it? You go back and look at that situation, go, "Mm, all right, I could have done better. But again, that's above the line conversation with yourself. So that is you releasing the judgment, releasing the expectation of yourself. Because again, forgiveness is releasing an expectation that is causing you to suffer. So you had an expectation that you were going to show up that way. So if you can go into that and go, you know what? I did have that expectation, but let's, let's, it tasted like expectation. Let's take that off the table. Let's have some curiosity about it and have some compassion for myself and stay above the line. Did I answer your question? Yes. And I believe that I'm just going to give you a little plug, Sue, that this is, again, why it's really important to you know, have your, um, oh, I can't remember what you call it. What is it? Your personal code, your. Oh, the personal code of conduct, which is now called the essence of you. Cause that's way sexier. <laughs> okay. I love that too. Yes. Yes. I agree with that. That's more feminine and sexy, but also yeah. great for men. Um, yep. so... oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's making me, making me think just how important it is. Right. It's like to know where your own, your own essence of you, what your values are, what, what's in alignment for you so that when you're out of alignment, you know, language is a beautiful thing. It can help you to say, okay, wait, were those words and that energy that I showed up in, in alignment with how I want to show up. And it's, it's curious to me that we talk about forgiveness and typically that happens, that can happen a few ways, like in a, in a conversation with another person or interaction with another person. And so I know for myself in the past, there's been angst at times of, okay, like I, we're, we're both upset with each other. And so I'm showing up in a way I have to forgive myself and I have to forgive this person. And then the other person on the other end of it, it's not my responsibility to make them forgive me or make yes. them feel a different way. And I think that oftentimes as I forgive myself, and I can give the other person, if I can give compassion to myself and I can forgive myself and I can release the resentment, I can release whatever's showing up, then it gives me the opportunity to hold the other person in compassion, knowing that they have their own little ecosystem in their own body that's going through its own nervous system reaction, like anger, resentment, whatever it is, like giving them the space to process 
that themselves as opposed to sort of wanting to force my own agenda on the other person of, well, they need to forgive me. we got to get over this because we've got to go to, you know, a meeting together or do something together. Like the more compassion, compassionate curiosity and above the line inquiry I can have for myself, the more I've found for myself that I can then allow the other person to go through their process as well. Does that make sense? Oh, it's brilliant. And yes, yes, and yes. Absolutely. And yes, thank you. And um, thank you for the plug for the essence of you. Because again, everything is about standing in awareness for yourself. You can go through life and be completely unplugged, unaware. That's fine. And I, if, if there was years that I was that way for a multitude of reasons. Trauma was a big part of my past. And that was my, my coping mechanism was to, to mentally, spiritually, physically, psychically, all of that shut down because I had to do that because of the trauma that I had endured. So I'm giving you that example, you guys, so you know that, oh, okay, Sue's had the trauma in her life. She did have the shutdown, um, but I chose, I chose, and forgiveness is a, it's a choice. Um, I chose to forgive. I chose to take responsibility and I chose to take accountability for my life and responsibility and accountability comes before that forgiveness. Because if you can, and awareness even comes before that, because if you're not in awareness that you're, you're even numbed out or zinged up on coffee or something like that, uh, you just, you don't have the capacity to even understand the language of the essence of you or having the CCs in life. So um, I guess I kind of went down a rabbit hole there, but we were, we, you had originally asked the question about judgment of self. And I, I think that I had answered that right, Jess. Absolutely. Okay. I, you absolutely okay. have. Yeah. Okay. I, so you this, go ahead. Love. I was going to say this year for me, this, this past year I was in, um, I can share a little bit of like my own journey and what I've seen for myself, how this has actually grown and helped me to develop even spiritually in a deeper way, this sort of practice of self-forgiveness. But I, um, I left Charlotte, North Carolina. I was living in Charlotte, North Carolina for about five years. And I had built up this sort of story of how I, I needed to leave because the place was the problem. I needed to leave Charlotte. And, and I think there were things about Charlotte that just weren't aligned. It was time. I knew it was ready. I was ready to go. But for me personally, I had built up a lot of story around why Charlotte wasn't the right place and why it wasn't good and I needed to leave. It was just a, it almost a, me trying to justify for myself that it was okay just to want something different. But in my mind, I built up all of this sort of mental hoopla about why I had to leave and why it wasn't good and why all of these things external of myself were proving my decisions for myself. And so what I found was that in leaving Charlotte, and, and taking a year, it's been about a year of traveling, There, I have found that my largest opportunity has been around forgiveness and forgiveness of myself for the ways that I've showed, shown up in, a, in the past that really weren't in alignment with me honoring myself or even honoring other people. Um, forgiveness, yeah, within uh, expectations that I held within relationships things of that nature. And what I've found is that in that place, you know, I, where there's sort of this void of the expectation, I always think about nature abhors a vacuum. So if I clear out an expectation or a resentment or something where it went, 
once I sort of bring in the magical fairy dust of forgiveness, what I've been really dipping into for myself, and this is something that I learned from Dr. Kim Garland, who's a, a good friend of ours. Um, oh, she's amazing. This idea, yeah, of I trust, I surrender, I trust that the next thing that is ready to show up in this place. If I was holding anger towards um, a partner for something that he said, quote unquote, something he said, which was really my own expectation. And I released that expectation of maybe needing somebody else to validate me. Like, I trust that that it's okay for me to see myself as I am, or I trust that the next situation, the next thing that I need is going to show up in the place of where I've perhaps been holding on to a resentment or trying to hold on to control of something. So for me, and that, that resentment and holding on is below the line, right? It's so contracted. So, yeah. And it's, so it's so not being myself. It's being in a story like you were talking about before, being in a limiting belief or something like that. So, yeah, it's been powerful. Oh, I love that. And I'm going to take that into a little bit of a, a bubble of what you just said. And you can agree or disagree or or have a conversation. But with that, because I'm, I, I have traveled the same same bridge or whatever I want to say, but within that conversation with yourself it is all about awareness and if you if you establish the essence of you or the old pcc if you can establish the essence of you who you are how you're showing up in the the world that will give you a navig a personal navigation system on how you define how you're showing up in the world now, what does that do? It allows you to live in grace and ease, and there's no expectations. And not only is that 3D, but also you have a frequency of how you're showing up to the world, and those people will be attracted. It's like bees to the honey. You know, mm-hmm. those are the types of people that you will be attracting. Now, if, and, and I, I say this lovingly, there will be a disclaimer in there because the universe or Gus, I love how you say Gus, God, universe, spirit. <laughs> Um, you will be jumping over some hurdles or going crossing the bridge of initiation to see where there's spots, blind spots in that initiation of, okay, maybe that person came into my life because I needed to, again, not have judgment for self, have the CCs in life. Even though I'm showing up the way I, I created my essence of me, that person showed up for a reason. So there's a blind spot I'm not seeing. So when that happens, look at that as not a oh, shiitake below the line. Look at that as compassionate curiosity above the line and say, oh, okay, looks like I have some wisdom I need to learn here. And I forget who said this, but it will keep showing up. And I, I'm butchering the quote, but essentially what it is is it, it the initiation, the experience will keep showing up until you've learned it. So really be in awareness, learn from that situation, have compassionate curiosity versus below the line judgment of self. And first and foremost, even back up to any of that and figure out who you are and how you want to show up in the world. How do you want to communicate? Do you want to communicate? Do you want to have the 
and, and I'm, I'm stereotyping here, but people get this analogy, the New Yorker mentality where I'm going to jump down your throat. I'm not saying everybody's like that. I'm just using that as an adjective to describe people. I know I've got lots of New Yorkers. I'm not, you know, but there's, there's a difference between, you know, New Yorkers and how they're going to have a conversation to where Seattle and Portland, you know, there's, it's just a different culture. So, I, you know, Jess, this is a beautiful conversation. I want to jump in. We, it is still about forgiveness. And we've got about, you know, I don't know, seven minutes or something like that. I want to talk about, because this was really important during my research, what forgiveness is not. And this was really powerful because um, forgiveness is a choice. You've heard us talk about that. But forgiveness is also more about you and your release. And I'm going to talk to you about forgiveness and what it's not. Forgiveness isn't about forgetting. It's not about excusing. It's not about giving up. It's certainly not about you being a doormat or condoning or excusing any offense. That's not what forgiveness is. Forgiveness is about you releasing said energy or releasing said offense, releasing the feelings of resentments. Because like Jess said at the top of the hour, it's, it is an inside job. It is a choice and you have to make those choices. Life becomes Mm -hmm. easier when you learn to accept the apology you never got. This is another quote. Did you hear that? Life becomes easier because this is the same thing about forgiveness. Life becomes easier when you learn to accept the apology you never got. That one hit me right in the heart. Oh, baby, I love you. Love that girl love right you, there. Yeah. I love oh, you, baby. Yeah. That's powerful. That's a, that's a really powerful quote. And that, again, becomes, to me, this idea of, forgiveness being about no one else really but yourself yep and do you see how it's this barbed wire mess of forgiveness and and expectations and it's and and it is it's it's you suffering in that expectation and and this this show this conversation is to give you some insight on what forgiveness is, why it's important to have self-forgiveness, and what forgiveness is not. And life does become easier when you learn to accept the apology you never got. And moving on and having compassionate curiosity for yourself and above-the-line conversation. It is so important. So let's, there was another gentleman, I did some research and this is, he's incredible. There's a few people that, you know, I really, well, there's, within my, my realm of consciousness and spirituality and transformation, there's, there's some resources and Robert D. Enright, PhD, um, he, he talks about forgiveness is a choice. And um, another really good resource is The Greater Good, Berkeley, California. It's a website. But he, Robert, um, Dr. Robert Enright talks about forgiveness. So if you want to look up his information about forgiveness, it's really good. And he talks about what is forgiveness, why you practice it, and how to cultivate it. I only have an hour, less than an hour here to have this conversation. So through this hour, Jess and I have talked about the definition of forgiveness. Um, 
why why it's so important to forgive and what forgiveness is not. So let me give you a couple tools that are really powerful to help you um, with this forgiveness journey. Now we talked about uh, Jess's conversation about the judgment of self and I gave you a really powerful tool and that's compassionate curiosity. Staying above the line and staying in compassion and curiosity because it takes that sting um, out of out of the expectation or the scenario of what's going on. So forgiving yourself. One, take a really, really deep breath and just, just look at what's going on. Take a deep breath, have a compassionate curiosity and, and look at this scenario and really, really say, is there real truth in this? Is there honest truth or is it my expectation? come from a calm space. So if you're in the throes of the resentments and the expectations, I would say it's not a good time to ask yourself these questions. Find, find a time now where you can be very calm and, and look at where this is showing up in your life. The expectations are what I'm talking about and how you can forgive yourself with those CCs in life and not having the judgments. And look at the questions. Who have I hurt in my past and how? What have I done that I still blame myself for? What do I still feel guilty or shame for? These are awareness tools. They're super powerful. And Brene Brown does an incredible job about talking about shame and guilt and the difference between that. And if you want, you can go in and do some more research. I just don't have the time to get into that. But really take a look. First and foremost, have the CCs in life. These are your tools. Stop. Take a deep breath. Don't overanalyze. And please stop the judgments and the self-criticizing. You know, and, and I, I love that saying, how, you know, that self-criticizing, Jess, that we talked about. How would you talk to somebody that you're coaching? How would you talk to your best friend? How would you talk to your child? You talk to yourself the same way. So forgiving self, stop, take a deep breath, have the compassionate curiosity, stop overanalyzing, stop the judgments, and own it. Own your accountability, but don't beat yourself up. It's a lesson learned and earned, okay? And then the CCs in life, self, others, and situation, that's going to take the sting out of all of this. This has been a juicy, hot topic. Jess is going to be joining us later. We've got intuition. We've got forgiveness. We've got judgments we got above the line below the line we got all kinds of good juicy stuff just how so can people things. get a hold of you really fast my love head over to instagram at jess underscore bubbleco or head over to my website www.jessbubbleco.com and thank you for an awesome conversation today Sue. oh thank you i got that time went so fast and guys i've got everything going out in my newsletter you can find us all on facebook her information is there as well um, just look for the links. I love you guys. And this was a deep, deep conversation about forgiveness until next time. Each of you are a gift. Get out there and share yourself with the world. If you like the show, help more people find us by adding your review of the show on iTunes. The more reviews we get, the more people we can reach with this inspiring message on the gratitude cafe. Simply search for gratitude cafe and iTunes hit subscribe and add your honest review. It would help us immensely and will be forever grateful. It's one of the best ways you can give back to the show with your review. Thanks for tuning in to the Gratitude Cafe. Don't forget, every week is a new show, and you could submit your questions at sulonquist.com forward slash gratitude cafe.
The show goes live at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time in Seattle on Seattle's Alternative Talk AM 1150. You can also call in to the show at 425-373-5527 or 888-298-5569. Find the live streaming link at suelundquist.com forward slash gratitude cafe. We'll see you next week. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.